Mitch and Finley, 106.7, the fan. Coming at you live from Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. B-Mitch is singing T-Pain. That's a sign of a good Tuesday. Hello, Brian. I'm going to buy you a drink. Ooh. So, is something going on with your guys' Gmail products? I mean? I don't know. I can't get my email to load. It's giving me, it's driving me crazy. Not Um, causing me any problem. Okay. Well, it also could be like the internet here. Who knows? Now, I, I want to have a, a Sam Howell conversation. Obviously, so much uh, this morning about Don Van Nata's story from ESPN as it relates to Dan Snyder taking a secret $55 million loan that violates his agreement with his then business partners and perhaps violates a heck of a lot more than that. Um, expect much more to come out about that. The Department of Justice... Eastern District of Virginia is investigating, which is uh, troubling, to say the least, if you're Snyder. Yeah. But where I'm curious is how it relates to the football team, and I think it does. So I asked Ron Rivera if that is going, if the ownership situation is going to interfere with their plans at – in free agency. Mm-hmm. Ron said, no, of course not. You're crazy. What else is he going to say? Yeah. yeah, we don't have any money. Have you ever noticed when people don't have any money, rarely do they like telling you that? <laughs> True. So, unless you really have no money and then you, like, are asking for money. But sliding scale. Football teams don't like talking about it. True. So, B, a number of national reporters were at Ron's podium session. And... I'm not going to name names, but people you know and have heard of and we've had on the show, frankly. And Ron got asked a few times a few different ways, hey, what's up with Sam Howell? Is that really your plan? Because if you're a national reporter and quarterback's the most important position in the league, across the uh, across the league, mm-hmm. it, it clearly I think these people are having a tough time hey, this dude has 11 career NFL completions. You're really just going to roll with him? Yeah. But but if you listen to the answer he gave, he said he's our starter. But then he said we, if somebody's getting, getting a better quarterback and then get in, then Taylor Heineke. So he didn't that, – that answer didn't tell me he's basically your starter. He's basically your starter right now because that's the only damn person you have on your roster. And you know right. what? I'm going to give him a chance, and I hope he can do it. But we may have to get somebody better, which is not a problem. because. But I, I don't think he needs to force that. I think I, – listen, I'm going to be honest. I don't think the national people believe it at all. National people are saying, you just really got Eric Bieniemy. You fighting for your life, and y'all going with this dude who has 11 completions. You crazy as hell. So who is crazy, Brian? The national people that don't buy it or – I'll say at least myself that I don't think we buy it one hundred percent, Jay. Me and you have well, had, we've had several conversations, and we both say, "Is he quarterback one, or is he the only one quarterback on the roster?" And I think we have a little doubt. We don't know if we, we if we believe it one hundred percent just yet, because we've seen Ron. Ron is always going after the veteran quarterback, unless he got Superman. When he had Cam Newton early, early on. Right. I don't right. think we're going to sit up here and mistake Sam right now for Superman. 
outside of Carr, who will cost you some real money, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's I, – I think it's kind of a convenient time to be bullish publicly on Howell because there's not really somebody out there that you can get both trade-wise and money-wise that is demonstrably better. It's going to be hard for them to find someone because you, just like I know, and just like everybody listening to our voice, great quarterbacks are not free right now. They all locked up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the ones that we thought were, were great that are free now, it's something that happened that makes people kind of doubt them a little bit. Like, Carson was great at one point, but he's been free over the last two years. Three years right. it was. And now he's free again, which I think the next person would say, well, that's damaged goods now. I better not go with him again. So right now, if we're going to try and go get somebody and we don't have the wherewithal to probably spend the money we want to spend, we got to go get a bargain. And not many of the bargains are that much better. You may as well try the young guy, and he may, be, he may you know, come out here and just go off for you. And that may be great. I'm with you, B. I think if you look at – let's look at the actual free agents available. Derek Carr, who apparently wants $35 million a year. I just – perhaps we'll all be proven wrong. And if Ron was kind of hinting – Derek Carr to me seems like exactly the type of quarterback they would be interested in. But I just don't know that they're going to have that money two weeks from now to to come up with it. Yeah. So you go down the list of, of guys that are free agents. Carson Wentz, not bringing him back, not, not re-racking that thing. Tom Brady, I don't think he's coming here, and I do think has retired. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the list of people that I think are possible. Baker Mayfield, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater. I think they'd love to get Jimmy G., but I think a lot of that will turn on his market and his health and cost, don't you? Yeah, it's going to go all down to that because Jimmy G has this cachet with him that, like, how great he can be because he used to be with Tom, then he went there. Every time he gets his chance, he seems to be playing okay, but then he gets hurt. Right. So I, I think Ron will have to be careful with Jimmy G because – you give him a certain amount of money, and he does what he normally does, he's not going to finish the whole season, and then that don't look good on you because it would be three years in a row you chose somebody that didn't finish the whole season. So, Jimmy, I, he scares you with that, that injury factor. Yeah, I mean, certainly. I, I don't think – I understand the skepticism of why some believe – Howell can't be the guy, but I would just express the same skepticism about any of these other guys you can get. Yeah, and we don't know, dude. Nobody knows what Howell is. Nobody. See, but that, and that's the that's the luxury you have right now. Like Leon just hit me to my man Sam. The guy he's gonna be great. He possibly can be, and I think right now the amount of money he makes. Guess what? It'd be great if he's great because it gives you you could do a lot of stuff with him. But I think they have to be more careful. Like, like if you got some guys out there that don't get hurt a lot and you bring them in and they could be there just in case to, to help him out some and, you know, 
keep they can fill in until he gets his stuff together. But Jimmy G is a, is like we know he gets hurt, like every year. Bringing him in is that's that's a problem. Because if he gets hurt, then it's like, well, damn it, you didn't see that already. His 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 uh his history tells you he gets hurt every year. But he could go somewhere and not get hurt. But you don't have an offensive line here right now. So you really don't want to bring Jimmy G here because he's going to get hit more. I laughed at this. I, I tweeted out about an hour ago that a lot of national reporters seem skeptical that Howell will be the starter. I'm not. It seems like the commanders truly believe in their young passer. I agree with that. Um, my guy RCL replied to me on Twitter. He said, I believe in my O2 Corolla because I can't afford a 2023. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny and, and yeah. relatively relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, like, like, this is the thing, man. You, you, like, it's all a little saying, and people, all, like, people always say, when you tell me about what somebody could do, I say, man, I'm from Missouri. Show me. I'm at that point now where I'm, I'm tired of people telling me what somebody is. It's about the, listen, bro, my time in the league and a lot of people before me and were there with me, we believed in showing you what we're capable of. We can't talk about it all day. Let's just get on the field and get it done. So Sam Howell has a great opportunity to go out there and, and win over a new offensive coordinator, a head coach that didn't believe him that much last year because they didn't play him to the last game. You know, they had to go through hell and high water to get him to play then. So he has to show me, and I believe you, because I've seen guys come out of college, Heisman Trophy winner, first-round draft pick, and they didn't show me. So I'm just going to automatically assume this guy is it because they say if he had come out his junior year, he would have been a first-rounder. I like him, but I want to see it. And I I much rather take uh, something that's not already set in their ways and got their mindset and try to mold it into something. So I'm with – I'm like this. If Eric is the guy that I think he is, can mold people, I would rather try out a Sam Howell than some quarterback that's been on seven different teams or been on one team and now he feels I know it this way and he's going to want to tell me what the other coach said. I don't want to hear that because I know everything I tell Sam Howell he's going to do. He is going to absolutely give you everything. There you go. And he's going to push. I think, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll turn to Landfill. The chief BS officer. Landville, a lot of people seem very skeptical that Howell's actually the dude. I think he is. Where do you land? I kind of think that he is just because I don't think they really have very many other options. Right. Uh, whether he, whether it's deserved or not, I think he is. If that makes sense. I mean, on some level, when you turn it over to a young quarterback – you're taking a leap of faith, period. Even if it's the Lamar Jackson is yeah. starting. You know, like, I mean, you're at some point, at some point, all of life requires uh, a dice roll. You yeah, know, just like, like, like you say, when you go fill out an application, they say, well, you need a certain amount of experience. Well, damn it, if you don't hire me, I don't get no experience. You know what I'm saying? So eventually, you got to get a guy a chance to go out there and prove it to you. He had his first chance. I think he passed that with flying colors. Now he's getting another chance. So guess what? He's going to be the guy, not in March, when they start their OTAs or whatever. Right now, listen, I'm sure there's kind of ways you could drop papers and say stuff where Sam is working on what the hell he needs to learn right now. 
Or if I was involved, he'll be. Yeah, I mean, you got to want Sam. Well, it was funny. I told you this when Biennemi and Sam met that we were kind of standing there, and they're like, yeah, we're not allowed to talk ball. And everybody was just kind of looking around like, I'm sure these guys aren't talking about football. Uh, it, do we have Jeff Walker today? Yeah. Jeffrey, what do you make? Today. Well, he looks weird every day. but Yeah, I can't say that's a stunner. What do you make, Jeff, of? And Jeff just ordered his tickets for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's hear it, Jeff. Kind of. <laughs> it's like, nah, um, I think Sam will be the guy, and I'm actually I'm actually excited to see it. Um, we know we only seen flat. We only seen that one game. We only seen the preseason game. But for the first time in a long time, we have some decent weapons around a young quarterback with an offensive coordinator that's willing to build around him that we know of right now. You feel me? So I believe I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to the season. And only time will tell, you know, um, if, if he's a bust or not. But I like the route that he's going. Um, it seemed like the team likes him. Uh, so Why do you he, use that word bust? Well, when I say bust, I don't mean like a bust. That sound that that is the wrong. It sounds very to negative. Use. Yeah, very negative. Well, he's the guy or not? Yeah, he's the go. guy or yeah, not. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't want him if it's week eight, week nine, and he's starting to have like a little midseason. So I don't want him benched. I want them to give, give him hey, a young chance. guys got to they got to be able to fall on their face a little bit. Yeah, and and yeah. I want him to be able to go through the whole season because. Everyone, everyone, even the great quarterbacks didn't have completely flawless seasons their, their ask, entire career. Ask careers. about Peyton Manning. How many interceptions he threw? That, that, dude, that's one of the biggest reasons. And I'm a Heineke fan. I like Heineke the person. I like Heineke as a backup quarterback option. He and Sam clearly have a relationship. But I, if, if they struggle and they're 3-5 and five and Howell's thrown eight picks and only five touchdowns, but he's shown enough that you really want to let him keep going and be the guy. That's my concern about having Heineke here is his cult hero status, and you're just going to have people, you know, chanting for Heineke in the background. Yeah. And I just that, I don't that, think that, it's that would helpful. be a detriment. I Listen, man, I'm at the point now where, listen, coaches have to begin. They got to learn how to read the room and the area instead of just looking at damn playbooks because – that right there is going to always be an issue. And you, it, it, when you get to a point you're trying to bring along a young guy, you can't have that. You got to move him on. Let him go somewhere else and do whatever you got to do. Absolutely. And, 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 and I don't know that that would be the case, but I – Oh, it's going to be the case. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know it's going to be the case. We've seen it already. Agreed. The, the fans don't give a damn about young, whatever. They care about who I like. And if I like this guy and I've seen him doing the other guy not getting it done, I'm going to start chanting for him. <laughs> That's just how it goes. But I think coaches have to be able to read that and understand. Because, listen, if you have already said for two years you got to go get another quarterback because this guy is not the guy that's going to take you where you want to go, why do you keep him on your football team then? See what I'm saying? Yeah. Eventually you got to make the tough decisions. And that's the problem with so many people in those positions – they say one thing, but they do another. And then they get mad at you because you don't believe in what they tell you. Well, you're not doing what the hell you tell me you're supposed to be doing. Landfill writes great questions on the show sheet. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. 
Do you think player cuts and the Snyder news are a coincidence? Throughout this process, there have been very few coincidences. Nothing more so telling than on November 2nd that news emerges that the Department of Justice is investigating the commanders for financial impropriety. And on November 2nd, the commanders announced they've contracted Bank of America about a possible sale. You will never convince me that that is a coincidence, Mm -hmm. ever. Yep. Wentz was an obvious one. You had to do it. Hell yeah. Did you have to cut Bobby McCain? Are you going to get somebody back at that salary? They cut Bobby McCain because I think they have young players on the roster that they feel are as good as he is. And I think three or or four of those guys make less money than he makes combined. I tend to agree with you. But what else is coming? Don't go anywhere. We're going to find out together. It's B. Mitch and Finley.